<laughs> like oh, dead ass. How real is that? I love it. Cheers. All right. What's up, motherfuckers? That's great. Mm. That's great. Well, you already did the intro. So yeah, that's the intro, man. That is the intro. Without a doubt, the best one we've had so far. I'm still going to go ahead and. Oh, my God. You're like that manager that's like, yo, your place settings aren't right. It's <laughs> <laughs> still going to use them, motherfuckers. It's nah, it needs to standard. be one inch to the right of the plate and one inch to the left. And this spoon needs to be on this side. And your the glass. Knife, knife the, needs to be facing this way oh, or when that a, way. Oh, when a motherfucker says that your glass needs to be inside the knife and the plate. Yeah. Like... No one gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. Literally nobody. <laughs> the only people that give a fuck are the owners or And if managers. you are one of those people who gives a fuck. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> we don't like you. I want that to be known. Oh, <laughs> that, and not to mention it's gotta be like right. like two two finger spaces apart mm -hmm. too from the plate. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I'm getting oh, flashbacks yeah. from my first job. I, I oh I hate that. That's why I won't do fine dining again. I, hate I really fucking oh, hate that you're, shit. You're a little bit higher than me. I am always higher than you. True. <laughs> Without a doubt. I am absolutely always higher than Welcome you. Welcome back, are. everyone, to another episode of the podcast where we pull back the curtain and give you some insight on what goes on behind the scenes of your favorite bar and restaurant. We like to call that the industry perspective. I forgot the fucking bell. What's up, motherfuckers? I forgot the bell. Yeah, I know you did. Uh, yeah, I, I left thing. it. I didn't want it this time. I was like, next time. That's the next episode. Or not not next episode because we're recording that today as well. So yeah. off off camera, yeah. we were talking about, uh, you had mentioned how some dude w was getting a drink, but he wanted it in a, what do you call it? A real glass? Uh, a regular glass. A regular glass. Yeah, I, a regular we had glass. talked about that in a previous yeah, episode. But that reminded me that over this weekend, <laughs> some guy comes up to me at the bar. He's like, because we serve beer and wine. Mm. He's like, like oh what he's like what kind of drink you got like what kind of drinks you got i showed him the menu i'm like yeah right there this this, this and that he's like oh he's like all right can you give me one that's like like what's what's okay for the guys to drink and in my head i'm like all of them yeah what do you mean because yeah. we had like strawberry margaritas regular margarita well, well drinks are gender neutral yeah i don't i don't know if but he just kept he that. kept asking that he's like he's like oh what about this one is that one, actually is that one cool for they're gender fluid. I wish I had the bell. <laughs> That's why I left it. I wish I had the bell. <laughs> God damn it. That's why I left it. That's a good one. I'm not even mad at that. That's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> Thanks. I will, I will. Thanks. Yeah. That's off to you, hey, sir. That thanks. Was a good one. Thanks, man. I'll, I'll take a little cheers on that one. That was a good one. <laughs> but he kept saying, like, what's a, what's a, what's a good one for the guys? You point to one. Is that one? That one okay for guys to drink? Like that's that's the guys drinking. I'm like, man, I love that. He just kept reiterating that he wanted a manly drink, and in mm. my head, I'm like thinking to myself, like it's beer and wine. Mm. So if you're leaning on that side, then just get a beer. He ended up getting a strawberry margarita because he kept asking, like, which one's the guy drink? I'm like, well, you get the strawberry margarita. He's like, you know, yeah, I'll get that one. Well, that's one of my favorite things is when someone says, uh, uh, "What's the strongest thing you got?" or "What's a drink for a man?" or whatever. And they want the sweetest thing on the fucking menu. The irony. <laughs> like, oh, you don't take shit. your ass to WeHo and just come out already. <laughs> <laughs> just be who you are, man. Like, come on now. Be proud. Yeah, just 
honestly, no one cares about what your class looks like. And you should have friends that you feel comfortable enough getting clowned on. Because, like, if my friends don't clown me, I know we're not friends. That's just how it is. Yeah. I don't know. Like, too many people are soft, especially when it comes to um, the public perception of them. Um, And how that ties into our pod is, like, you see people all the time who are trying to act a certain way just because they're at the bar, mm-hmm. um, especially if there's work, other coworkers or something involved or someone they're trying to impress. And it's like, dude, no one here cares. We're just here trying to have a good time. Yeah, No, for sure. So drink whatever you feel like drinking. Just drink it. Just yeah. fucking nobody fucking cares. Yeah. Don't but yell at me. I just I just thought it was hilarious because like he, he wanted to be there's insecurities. And, and that I wasn't making fun of that. Yeah. It's just the fact that he kept reiterating that he needs to be like. A manly drinker or something that's okay for men to drink. And I'm like, yeah. bro, it's look at the look at the place you're in. Like yeah. it's pink, it's blue. Like you already stepped in and you you already crossed that line. Yeah. So just drink whatever. Or the ones who are like, um, what's that? While oh, you're making a drink. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that's that's my favorite. It's mm. not. <laughs> like, what's good here? Everything. Everything. How do you want me to That's answer That's why we're that? open for business because everything's good. Yeah. Now, I will say that, like, I have Personal known preference. to be honest about, like, if something's not good on the menu, mm-hmm. I will tell you if I don't think you'll like that based off of, you know, whatever information I have on you, like, based on what you've already been drinking or the conversation we've had. Yeah. Um. So I will be honest with you about, hey, I don't think you would like that or it's not my favorite thing on the menu. But I'm not going to sit here and say that something on the menu is just playing out bad. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of employee would I be? You know, what kind of teammate one. would I be if I said that? Everything's, you know, based on your own preference. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, I really hate is when someone's like, I don't know what I want to drink. And they see you in the middle of building a cocktail and they're asking you questions. Or um, when you finish a cocktail or several different ones like you make like two or three of this or you know whatever you could have four cocktails in front of you and they all be different and someone be like well what's that which one <laughs> what do you mean which or one? or asking yeah. another bartender what's that when they didn't make the drink i can tell you what i think it is yeah <laughs> i don't know it, it might not be pay attention take menu. notes yeah you know but don't ask someone a question when they're working it's like if i walked up to you while you were in the middle of your job and just thought that I could just ask you whatever because I have a question like, oh, what are you typing over there? <laughs> you know, or, how do you, why, why are you turning that wrench that way? You know, like, like, why are you, why are you, why are you sewing up that artery right there? What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> the operating room. Yeah. Like, what's that? Yeah. That's the heart. It's, it's like for, for cooks, <laughs> no one wants you to be standing over them while they're cooking. Yeah. No. Then you got, like, you don't just, be, what are you, what are you chopping up right there? That, that right there. Onions. <laughs> Those people that like reach over the glass, like what's what's that? Oh, uh, because then it just kind of you just sound that? like like a kid that just asks a million questions. Ooh, yeah. What's that? We, Ooh, what's that? Yeah. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Oh we God, yeah. Just, now yeah, oh, we could just shit. talk once I'm done and I come mm-hmm. back to you, and then we could do it the right you're way. You're fucking on my flow if you're asking a hundred yeah. million questions. Like, dude, I don't even know what I made. That happened to me. Yeah. I think last week or so. Happens to me every and single shift. They started talking to me, and I'm like, the fuck did I just put in there? And I'm like. Trying to smell it, taste it. I'm like, yeah, fuck, just dumped it yeah. out. I had no idea. I, people don't realize that when we're actually working, we really it's it's like uh, that meme with the the numbers and the beakers and everything. Oh, and and yeah. there's just I feel like that lady with that with the <laughs> weird face is like, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah. 
I had three of what? Yeah, we're not we're not ignoring you or not paying yeah. attention because we're being rude or whatever. It's like we're, we're thinking, we're calculating with this and that, what we gotta do. Once that part is done, we'll be like, Yeah, what's up? And then we can shake it and talk to you then. When we're mm-hmm. shaking, everything's done. Yeah. We, we already know what's going and where. Yeah. But when we're mixing shit, give us a second. Personally, I, I don't I, I will always acknowledge the guests when they walk in. Um but personally, if I'm in the middle of making a cocktail, I think I'm doing you and the person I'm making the cocktail for a disservice mm-hmm. if I'm not concentrating on what I'm doing there. Now, once you're going to want the same service, right. you're going to want your drink to be just as good. So right. So let me which, do that for somebody else. Which doesn't mean I want to ignore you. I apologize for jumping in on know, that. But like, I it doesn't mean that I'm trying to ignore you. It's like, well, let me finish this one thing I'm concentrating on. Once I get to a point where I can break my concentration without messing up this entire order, then I'm going to acknowledge you. Hey, how are you doing? I'll be with you in a second or something like that. Um, but that whole thing of just jumping right in because you're like, ooh, 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 I want to know what that is. If you let me finish what I'm doing and I can make it correctly the first time, mm-hmm. I can get to you even faster and even tell you what it is because I'm also not annoyed that you just interrupted what I was doing. Nice. Sometimes that that annoyance that a server, bartender, or manager or whatever that annoyance that they could have with a guest is clear it could easily just be you literally just interrupted what i was doing like i i'm trying to get to you as fast as i can doesn't mean i'm ignoring you doesn't mean you're not important i just need to fix this thing or as we say i need to put out this fire before i can move on to the next yeah one. <laughs> you know um but speaking of people like yeah interrupting and interjecting i had this one guy halloween weekend mm. We weren't too, too busy, but, like, I was just making something. And <clears throat> not really making something, but just doing what I got to do. Yeah. And then uh, he comes up. He's like, hey, can I get a water? And I was like, oh, we got a water station right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's and one of my favorite things to say. Over there, <laughs> it was a little packed, you know, because there were still people. So it was a little crowded over there. And, yeah, it was very easily accessible to me. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, can I get a water? I was like, yeah, it's right there. And he kind of stopped for a moment. He's like, can you grab it for me? And I stopped, and I'm like, No. No, I can't. I was like, it's just, it's right there. Just go over there and grab it. He's yeah. like, he's like, come on, man. Like, yeah. Can you just, can you just go grab it for me? And I'm like, no, I'm tending the bar. And you could have already had this water in the time it took for me to tell you no twice. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely could have, but right. the fact that he asked twice and I already said no once, I'm like, no, go get the fucking water. Yeah. It's right there. The time, yeah. the time it takes for me to pour you a water from the gun. Yeah. I could have made drinks for other people right. or got them on their way but you want me to take time to get you water out of the gun when there's yeah. a thing of water right over there and for, for that's cold for for those out there who might be feeling well yeah it's your job well i'm just asking it's just water yeah do you work for free and we I, have <laughs> that there to make our job easier so right. we can do our job better by making but but no water. dead ass do you work for free I that's a real question because I'm getting paid a lower hourly Mm -hmm. to work this job and I'm surviving off of tips, which is why my service has to be at the level that it needs to be. Yeah. But to give you free water is taking time out of me cleaning the bar, resetting the bar to make sure that I can make these cocktails, which actually are costing money, which are beneficial to the business. And hopefully I'm being tipped and I'm giving great service, which is beneficial to me and the guests, most importantly. But to stop everything I'm doing to give you your water because you don't want to walk over there, you're not paying me for that water. Mm. And even if you've already tipped me earlier, 
that was for that transaction. And I don't mean for people to feel like everything's transactional in the sense that there's a negative connotation of that. Everything is transactional at the end of the day. It's, are you paying me or, you know, giving me some kind of energy, some kind of, some kind of reward for whatever it is I'm also doing for you or whatever it is. Yeah. But just getting you a water because you're like, oh, I don't want to go over there. I don't want to go through the crowd and have to this and that. Shut up. Yeah. If your boss asked you to file one more report and you've already clocked out, you're going to be like, I don't want to do it for free. Can I just do it tomorrow? Just do it tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh. My office hours are from nine to five. Nine to five, man. Ask like, me to do it tomorrow. I'm already clocked yo, out. Sorry. For real. And I, I wish people understood like how it looks when you show up to a venue five minutes before it closes, 15 minutes before it closes. Oh, I just wanted one drink or I just wanted this. I just wanted that. I want to make clear why, you know, those things are in place to like close a place down after we're doing last call and things like that. Because no one wants to pay, especially in Los Angeles, pay for a cocktail or a round of cocktails or whatever, and then be told you have to rush to finish it yeah. and get out the door within 10 to 15 minutes because we're closed. So for the people who come in thinking like, oh, you got enough time where I can have a drink, but are you going to enjoy that drink? Probably not. Mm-mm. You know, and now we're going to get into a, you know, uncomfortable situation when it's like, okay, I really need you to leave because... I'm trying to go home. Yeah. You know, or and you're trying to go home, but you're trying to go somewhere else. Yeah. But you're still here because you ordered this drink last minute. So yeah. now we're both in a situation and it's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and partially the business. Cause sometimes businesses do that where they want to just gouge and we, we, we all know those managers who are like, Oh man, we could, we, we want to make sure that the guest is taken care of. Like give that same energy to your employees. Yeah, well, what about me? Like yeah. I'm done. The place is clean, but yeah. I can't go home. Cause these people are still sitting here. Yeah. Like I get it. We want to make money and this and that, but you know, just because people walked in two minutes before we officially close, like I don't need their five, $10 that bad. I'd rather be at home. Right. Relaxing, decompressing. Like I'm done right. mentally. Like I'm already done with the day I've cleaned. Well, it's good. I'm, like, I'm good to go. I'm just waiting to get these people out of here. Like, I don't, I'm already mentally clocked out. Right. Despite if my hours, even if I'm technically on the clock for another 30 minutes, I'm done. We're done. Yeah. There's really not much money, more money to be made or any tips to be had that are really worth me staying those extra 30 minutes to yeah. make sure everybody, no, yeah. sorry. What if, you know, you got a babysitter and you have to be home at a certain time, mm-hmm. you know, or you got to get out of that venue fast enough to get your car out of the garage before they close it. But now you won't be able to do that because someone wanted that last glass of wine or that last beer or, or whatever. It's like, we're not, we're not trying to be rude to you. Yeah. There's a way to do anything. We're not just saying you just tell guests like, no, we're closed. Like there's a way that you could talk to the guests and be like, mm-hmm. well, we've already done last call. And yeah, you know, I mean, we're only going to be open for 10 more minutes anyway. Like, do you really want to rush? You know, probably I'll give better you a to shot. come back tomorrow. I'll give you a shot, no problem. Give you a shot. You a sh- anything that you can just yeah knock back real quick, sure. But I'm not gonna yeah. do wine. Because yeah. who wants to chug their wine? Exactly. Twenty one year olds. Who wants to chug a beer? Twenty one nobody wants to do that shit. So I'll give you a shot. Something you can just knock back real quick. No yeah. problem, send you on your way. Yeah. I have no problem with that. But that whole thing of just like, yeah, you're gonna sit there and enjoy your drink. It's like, nah, man. And and we don't wanna rush you out. That's yeah. why we're turning you away. 
It's not like, oh, we don't want to do it because we're lazy. No, it's just we don't want right. to rush you because then you don't get the right experience at this place. If, even if, like this might be your first time here. I don't want to give you a bad experience. I want to give you the full experience. Like come back when we're open up tomorrow at five o'clock, six o'clock when there's nobody here. We can talk. We can talk about the cocktails or whatever it is. But I don't want to rush that experience yeah. for you. You're going to have a bad experience and I don't want that for you. Right. I, I don't want your only memory of me or your last memory of me or this venue to be a hurry up and buy. Yeah. <laughs> like, or hurry up and buy. Like, hurry up, buy your shit, get out. Like, no one wants that. I don't want you to do that. I don't, like he said, I don't want your 5, 10, or 0, which a lot of times has happened. Someone's like, oh, I just want one more drink. And then you give them that one more drink. They stiff you on the tip. Mm-hmm. And then they don't want to leave. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? And then they're a pain in the ass to get out and. All the other stuff, it's like, you know, last call is last call for a reason. That's when hands get thrown. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It really, it really is. is. It really is, man. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying in general. I'm speaking specifically towards him. Yeah. Yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, I, I, I remember recently, <laughs> recently, I heard the words, uh, come on, man, just, just leave like a man. Don't make me take you out of here. Oh, it was said so calmly. Shit. And uh, the person says looked that back. Really chill. Uh, you, uh, you need to walk out. And, and it was said. It was said with a smile, because he was like, "If you make me fuck you up, I'm gonna fuck you up." Mm. But I really don't want to do it. I'd rather you leave. And I was like, "I think you should leave. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should leave, man." You know that guy is already a badass, but he's also three times your size. You will not win. <laughs> you will not win. He is so nice. For you to get him to this point, yeah. oh, he, oh, ooh. Pissed off the wrong the one. The last motherfucker that did that got beat the fuck down. I'm telling you, don't be fucking with security, man. No. Uh, like uh, like the the homie said on, uh, what was it, Atlanta season one, he's like, hey, man, he knew all the moves. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know all the moves, don't be fucking with security, man, because they waiting. They yeah. waiting for someone to fuck yeah, up. Yeah, they. Oh, man, you done made their whole day. But, like, the younger ones, they're like, man, I want somebody to get oh, out of line man. today. Somebody please step out of line. Oh. You know what? I, I, That's why I want to have Caesar on here whenever he comes out to visit. Shout out to Caesar. He does security. He's back, uh, what was it, episode four, I think it was, he was on? Caesar? No, not Caesar. No, that's Wilson. That's Wilson. That's yeah. Wilson. Shout out to Caesar. I haven't met you yet. Shout out to Wilson, too. Yeah. yeah. But Caesar does security, and he, he tells me yeah. some of the stories about, like, those, like, top, top flight security. Yeah. And it's it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, but um, I I hate I hate that we continuously do this. Yeah, but I have a little story about Casamigos. Not really a story, just okay. All right, let's not burn too many bridges. <laughs> <It's Casamigos. laughs> yes, yeah. I mean they don't care about us anyway. They're gonna get their money. It's uh, unfortunately. So one of the bars I work at, we do beer and wine. Uh-huh. So none of that. They come up and you know they ask like, oh, can I get a shot of Casamigos? I'm like. Well, we don't have that, but we have agave wine. So it's, and they always ask, like, what's the difference? I'm like, well, wine is fermented, alcohol is distilled. You know, mm-hmm. that's the difference. And I show it to them, and people are like, oh, no, no, oh, no, I don't want that. But you just asked me for Casamigos. This actually tastes better than the Casamigos that you were going to drink. Like, it's got a lower alcohol content, sure. But it's like, you just asked me for Casamigos, and you're going to walk away and disgust because I offered you this? Mm. It wasn't the Migos they wanted. <laughs> it wasn't. R.I.P. Takeoff, man. R.I.P., man. Yeah, R.I.P. Takeoff. 
But yeah, it, yeah. It, it's it's just funny that they come with that energy. It's like, no, I want Casamigos. Mm. Oh, you don't have that? Uh, what is this? Get that disgusting yeah. shit away from me. It's like, but you're drinking. You're, you're drinking asking Casamigos. for Casamigos. So you might as well yeah. just have this. Yeah. Because you clearly don't have a refined palate. Casamigos, and and I, I, I say this not as an insult. I know that in the past I've like, you know, made my jokes as most bartenders do about Casamigos. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying that uh, Casamigos was made for people who don't like the taste of alcohol. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is for people who want tequila, but don't like the taste of tequila. You're going to drink something like a a Casamigos or another brand. There are several others that I don't want to name names, but you know who you are. Um, because I've been at tastings for different tequilas and they're like, well, if you like Casamigos, you'll like us. And I'm like, oh, I've already written you off at that point. I'm sorry. Like, I like the taste of alcohol, but I don't like to get drunk. Like, you know this, I I get high. Yes. Um, but I like the taste of alcohol, which is why I only have like one or two. Mm -hmm. So I want the alcohol to actually taste like alcohol and it tastes good. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to feel something when I have a cocktail. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> but there it is. There but is the fucking joke. it's just like I, I, I want like a story. I, I want a reason to have this cocktail. That's why I'm at, you know, especially a cocktail bar. And some of the mixologists that you'll see there, I, I go there for that. So I'm not going to order Casamigos because I'm like, everything's there to mask the flavor. Yeah. You know, you're taking all of the the work out of it, in my opinion, to make it more palatable for people who never like get an appreciation for the taste of spirits. I saw a TikTok where this guy kind of basically said what you said, broke it down a little bit more where he was saying like, yeah, it's, it's not that it's terrible. It's just like there's other options that you can enjoy. And he's right. like, he's like, they have so much shit in there that you can pour it in your hand, go like this. And you're going to have, like, residue and shit in here. Like, that's not the indications of, like, a high quality or something that's, like, you know, doesn't have any additives, extra vanilla, all that other shit. You can't use Casamigos in the zombie apocalypse to clean anyone. No, you can't. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) They're going to turn right then. (laughs) Like, a a good spirit, you should be able to put in your hand, go like this, and it's like, there should be nothing there. Casamigos and some other ones, you do that, and you've got, like, residue and shit on your hands. It's like, that's all the sugar vanilla all that other yeah. shit and that's which which again as as i was saying before it's not meant as a slight towards them it, i'm just saying that it's not gonna be something i'm gonna order you know for people who do order it it's not me judging you i'm just like okay that's what you want that's what you like it is my job as a bartender to try to learn from the experience of you know your talking your mannerisms everything mm-hmm. and give you the best experience that i possibly can um, that's why when people say, you know, what's good here, it's like, what would I like here? Even though you don't know me, it's like, yeah. what would I like on your menu? I have to make that assumption based off a very limited window of information, which is why when you have a good server or a good bartender, which we know a few shout out to David, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I love calling him David in front of you because <laughs> you always I, look at me like, 
I don't know. But then I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay. Yo, yo, Jonathan. Yo, you know who you is, my guy. Like, my guy. I, I fucking love you, my man. Um, but that no, that I guy right there, like when we had that altercation in the in the fucking kitchen, and you were like, David. I'm like, who the fuck is <laughs> who the that? fuck is David? <laughs> I was like, you got That's it. not how I know him, right? But like, I'm like. In my mind, I'm like, you got to know their name and their aliases, my guy. We're in Hollywood, you know Stage what I'm saying? Name, yeah. Everything. You got to know all birth, of it. Security. For like, real. How do you not know? It's a whole different monster up here, man. But, um, like, a server like him can go to your table. He can, he can bullshit you if he wants to. Mm-hmm. But he actually has the... He puts the energy he into creates an giving experience. you the experience that yeah. you want, you know? Um, people like him. Um, there's been so many bartenders that I've worked with that are so good at this. Um, one of my favorite was uh, uh, Hanaya yeah. and and Kelly from back in the day. Like, I'm naming names because they're so fucking dope. But um, just the way that they could give you their experience and are just running a mill experience, but they could also give you your experience that you're looking for. And um, for people to be able to do that is such a talent. Um, oh, for sure. Such a talent. And um, it actually, like, leads me to one of the things I want to talk about, which is uh, Drink Masters. So um, free publicity here, even though they don't need it from us anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a new show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you hadn't seen it yet, but I Not watched, yet. like, the first episode. Man, just seeing the levels to this shit. And I'm like, that's not something I could do. But I think you could. I can, no, no, not mm. not to the level that these people are at because they put years and time into their craft. I'm doing so many other things that I, I can't put my all into the craft of mixology. The I think you do can. better than the one contestant you told me. <laughs> That's because I actually have been trained. <laughs> <laughs> like That person was like, I'm on TikTok and I make cocktails. I was like, you will not make it past this episode, <laughs> which is kind of funny because. Because she didn't? Yeah, she didn't. <laughs> and the people she beat out, they didn't do great of jobs either, <laughs> but it was because they swung for the fences yeah. and they missed. But the fences that they swung for, I'm not even seeing that ballpark because I'm not thinking about mixology the way that they are. Mm. And I know other bartenders and other mixologists that can do that, that I have the pleasure and the honor of working with and learning from and watching them just when they're like in their craft. It's just so fucking phenomenal, man. It really is. And for people, I'm really hoping that what this show will do, I mean, this show being Drink Masters, but also ours is uh, just to kind of show people, like, there's a reason why you go out or why you used to go out before the pandemic. Mm Because I think a lot of people pre-pandemic got so used to going out that they forgot why they were going out. Now they're just going out just just to get out of the house. We were were in the house for, like, two years. Yeah. We just got to go. Yeah. Bored in the house. and I'm in the house bored, man. Everybody, like, everybody thought they were mixologists for the first three months of the pandemic, and they were like, this is not what I thought it was. <laughs> Damn, it's not that easy. Yo, for real. I I had so many I people. I want to recreate that drink at the bar that the one bartender made, but I don't know what they put in it. I had people that would DM me asking me how to make cocktails. Oh, really? Yeah. There were people that, like, they had my, my IG and everything from whatever, but, like, they'd hit me up and be like, hey, what was that one drink you used to make for me? Like, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like... I don't fucking know who you are, man. I don't even know how you found me. (laughs) (laughs) How the fuck did you find me? And I can only imagine for, for women because I, I've, 
I know a few women that have gone through that as well. Like people just during the pandemic, their inboxes was just eggplants, eggplant, eggplant, eggplant everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I can only imagine if you were like a, a bartender or a server but or a cook or something like that and people knew it. I bet you there were a lot oh, of people yeah. that were like, hey, so. Give me your recipes. Yo, give me your recipe. But it was like, well, can you come over and make it? Can I come to your house? Like, that was their end. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, let's hang out and I'll buy the ingredients and you can. That's that's some mm. slick shit. You sneaky, sneaky Have bitch. Have you made cocktails for anybody in the last 14 days? <laughs> <laughs> I'll invite some people. We'll all get tested. Yeah. We'll all get tested. Yo, that's such a weird thing to think back on. Yeah, it is. Like, to think back that how. Man, wearing the face mask was, that was rough. Like, I'm sorry to bring this up for all of us that are still traumatized from it, but like, just the fact that we were tasked with talking to people every day, but we had to cover our face. And a lot of us. Yeah. It's like a strawberry, huh? Yeah. It's a I said it's got strawberry in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, the amount of people who acted like that was our choice. Like, take the mask off when you talk to me. I'm like, I wish I could. You think I chose to put this on? And for some some people did, mm-hmm. which it, if that's your level of safety, hey, peace. Go by all it. means. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying that it was hard to do that for so long, especially when the restrictions were lifted for patrons, but we were still forced to wear yeah. ours. And then, like, you'd have one job that made you wear it and one job that didn't because of the county that it was in. And, mm-hmm. like, man, that was a fucking nightmare. The amount of stuff that your your server, your bartender, your busser, like, the, the people who serve you retail all of it. The amount of stuff that they've had to go through the last couple of years to just now be feeling like we're back to normal yeah. is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. And nobody talks about that. It's still feels like it's fresh yeah getting back to normal like even though it's almost what like a year in now almost yeah it feels like it just kind of just happened yeah like we're still getting back to normal even though we've been normal for a year but um yeah especially because it's supposed to be you know the beginning of our busy season yeah and in some ways it feels like it and in some ways it doesn't yeah so i uh over the past weekend or no, last last week, the uh, one job I work at was uh, busy on a Tuesday or Thursday. I think I, I can't remember which day. Either way, mm. it was it was a higher volume of guests in the building, and I'm like, oh, it's busy season. Mm. And for those of you that don't know what busy season is, it's basically the end of the year when you have all the big major holidays, and you know you have office parties, Christmas parties, whatever party, New Year, but just like all all people just planning all these big gatherings because it's like that time of year when people get together. Yeah, and that usually means a lot of businesses, a lot of business for restaurants, bars, and stuff, and that's what we right. call the busy scenes because you know tables are booked, you know there's reservations, this and that, and a lot more people in the building on a Monday or a Tuesday. Right, and that's our most profitable time of the year. I mean, there are a lot of people that. This time of year takes them through the next quarter. Yeah. You know, because yeah, a lot of a lot businesses of people, make the bulk of their money too. Yeah. At, at this time of the year. Yeah. Especially because the, the next three months are the slowest yeah. of the year. The absolute dog well, shit months. Depending of the on where year. you are, sometimes even the summer. 
Like yeah. In Phoenix, it's slow during the summer. It's fucking Well, it's dead. slow during the summer depending on where you work. Yeah. Like, you work on a golf course. That's a whole different story, yeah. you know. You work anywhere near the colleges, there's still plenty of people that are going to be there. Yeah. You can still make your money, but, like. Like, here in L.A. during the summer. This summer was kind of slow, though. That's I mean, yeah. People were out of town. I, I, this was the first summer that people got to leave town. Yeah. Yeah. So For a lot I of people. Understand, but I, from yeah. what I've been told, summer's usually pretty busy here in L.A. Yeah, I, I mean, but like I said, I, I feel like that's that's everywhere. It's just kind of depending on what section you work at. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you work, you know, say, like, on the boardwalk on the beach or whatever, like, the summer is going to be when you make your money. Oh, like, right yeah. now, you ain't making shit. No, <laughs> you know I mean? nobody's at the Unless beach. there's, like, weddings it is a, and it is stuff a like that. So yeah, right. it is it's, it's regional as much as, like, every city, every state has their area that does good during one part, does bad during the other. But um, but as as, far as as for the as a whole, this time of the year is busy season. It's Mm -hmm. when it's getting colder, um, so people want to be indoors more. They still want to go out, so they're going to be looking for more bars and um, more you know nightclubs and stuff like that. Um, Holidays are coming up. You know, uh, Halloween was pretty fun. I had a good time. I worked. Yeah, Halloween was. I worked an event. Um, all Halloween weekend, so the costumes were insane. It was a great time. Um, a lot of a lot of Buzz Lightyear costumes and Woody costumes. That's what I saw. I didn't. I did. I saw a lot of Buzz yeah, Lightyear, I, sexy Buzz Lightyear. Which I, was I like, mean, okay. Is there any other kind of Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> <laughs> Depending on who you ask, <laughs> some That's people true. like that shit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's a very put your hands behind your head kind of character. <laughs> <laughs> with Buzz Lightyear, with Buzz Lightyear, the body cam always stays on. <laughs> My bad, bad. My bad. Um, but I, I, I wanted to literally knock my hat off with that one. <laughs> Oh man! Um, oh, so I, I really I had said I, I wanted to do this before. So <laughs> let my man catch up here. Uh, I just wanted to shout out all of my people that I worked with um, this past Halloween weekend. Uh, my Mayan Warriors crew, like you all know who you were, you know who you are, were whatever. Like I said, I get high before we do these episodes, so uh, whatever. My words are my words. Um, but y'all were dope as fuck. Like, and the reason I wanted to bring that up, other than just saying that y'all are dope as fuck, uh, was because it's something I always talk about on this podcast is that working in the right environment, like, it really is what makes this job as I'm good <laughs> back. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it really is what makes this job easy to do sometimes when you're lucky enough to work with a good crew. And the environment that you're working in is like healthy and conducive to, you know, just be productive and feel good about what you're doing. Like your results are just fucking dope. And you end up bonding with those people and keeping in touch with those people for like weeks and months after. Like I've had places that I've worked at where I never talked to anybody before. And I've had places where I've worked at where those people are still a part of my life six, seven years later. So, um, you know, it was just it's just always dope when you get to be a part of something. Uh, and you don't know, like you're apprehensive, like, oh, I don't know what I'm walking into. And then you walk into a crew and everyone's just like, yo, let's just fuck it up. <laughs> like, 
Let's just fuck it up. Let's just have a good time. And then you get to watch other people have a good time because you're having a good time with what you're doing. You know what I mean? Even if it's slow or it's busy or whatever, you're like, yo, this environment is nice. The people I'm working with is nice. And it's like, it makes it easy. It's always easier when you make a little bit more money, too. It is. Yeah, it really is. It really is. (laughs) So piggyback a little bit on when we were talking about uh, busy season. You notice, you noticed it, and I've noticed it too, but some people uh, are like, oh, they're going to get busy. I should apply there and make some extra money. Like, mm. this is not the time to apply. You should have, you should have applied back in August. Yeah. August was the time to put in an application because mm-hmm. that's when they're looking at people when it's slow enough so they can gauge your talent or whatever, your yep. skill level. Do not apply when we're busy because... You could just come in and, like you said, like you have a good crew, but you could just be that person that comes in and fucks it all up. Yeah. But this is not the time to apply. You should have done that months ago. Yeah. It's like uh, just for like a visual, as I always have to give you one. um, It's like you applying to work the pit crew for a NASCAR race team, but you're trying to apply during the race. (laughs) (laughs) You walked up and you're like, yo, I'm good with the wrench. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I I can work these, these tires, you know? And they're like, bro, you should have been here a little while back. Like I, Race already started. Everybody's already got a tire in hand. What are you talking about? Our wrench guy's right there. Yeah. Nah, you come in with a wrench. That's your resume. Your wrench. You walked up like, yo, I have my own tools. I can fucking change tires. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, all right, we already got we're, our crew. What we're do you good. Mean? We're good. Like, nah. <laughs> Race, we're already five laps in. What yeah. The fuck? Get out of here. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a the good amount one. of people like I've seen walking in, resume in hand. One, one motherfucker came in. <laughs> he came in with his resume. Okay. And he only had one. And he left it. And I just remember thinking to myself back in the day, like, for anyone who brings only one resume, either you only plan on applying to one place or you didn't think far enough to bring more resumes to apply to multiple places. Yeah. Either way, you don't look like someone who's planned ahead. If you hand me a resume and I can see an empty folder and be like, nah, nah, because either you're especially this time of year. You're coming in with a level of arrogance that we need to hire you mm-hmm. when we're already Oof. we're actually overstaffed. Oh, that is that is a lot of arrogance. Yeah. Oh shit. Like, I don't like that. That shows like either you're arrogant or you're too dumb to know that you're fucking up. Yeah. Even right there off the bat, you're showing that you're not a qualified candidate. Right. Like you said, they can come in and just fuck the whole ecosystem mm-hmm. up because they come in being like, oh, you know, I'm the best at this and that, or I've won this competition or I have this many followers Ooh. online. Like no one gives a fuck about that. Like literally I, I need to see how good you are when it's slower and we get in the weeds. Yeah. I don't need to see how good you are for the first time during a holiday party. You know what I mean? When we're completely in the weeds, we're like, we're properly staffed, but at the same time, like there's a few other people that should have got fired before now. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we got to deal with them too. And then you come in fucking it up. Man, you might get choked in the parking lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> like dead ass, man. 
You might end up thrown up in uh, one of the uh, them linen baskets with all the dirty rags. Oh shit, Bruh. Yo, honestly, I probably I'm gonna say it. I think that should be a thing for like bussers and barbacks who don't pull their fucking weight. Throw them in a the linen basket. Throw them in a linen basket, yo. Like at the end of the shift, just dump them in there upside down with their feet dangling. <laughs> like, like don't come back until you learn how to do the job. Because I am so sick of seeing these bussers and these barbacks oh, that come in shit. and they don't want to work, man. I'm sorry. Like, we're, we're going to finish it up on this because, you know, we're running a little bit. Well, we'll see how it goes. All I'm saying is one thing I cannot stand is a motherfucker who comes into a job with no plan at all. Even if you come into this industry and you're saying, like, I only want to do it for a year or two, have a plan for that year or two. Mm -hmm. Don't come into it as a, a, as a busser because your homie's a busser and your other homie's a busser or a barback and oh, you hear, like, shit, the money's yeah. okay. Yeah. And you oh, come in exactly you're and about. you're like, oh, I don't know the job and I don't care to know the job. I'm just with yeah. my homies. I'm just here with my homies. Oh, and it's like, fuck. Nah, I need somebody who knows the job and wants to do it right because that's the person that's going to help me do my job mm -hmm. correctly. You know what I'm saying? Like... If I got to do my job and your job, why am I tipping you out? Like, dead ass, why am I tipping you out? I can't stand tipping out somebody who don't work, man. Like, I, I really can't. Ask any server about that. Yo, ask any server about that. I know a couple of you servers is like, <laughs> right now you're like, yeah, this yeah. motherfucker's spitting. Cause yeah. I've seen y'all tip out a motherfucker. I got to tip like, out this buster, but I had to clean my own table. I've, I had I, to run my own food. Yep. I get it. Yep. Hey, I'm right there with you. I've, I've, I've watched the motherfucker be like, ah, and they hand the money to like the, the like busser lead or whatever and be like, I'm go. giving you this amount, but y'all tell this person that y'all got that amount and y'all keep the rest. I've seen it happen. That's what you get. I've seen it happen. Nice. I've seen a motherfucker only get like 30% of what they were supposed to get because they only did 5% of the work, like straight up. Like y'all gotta y'all gotta step y'all game up. If you're being tipped out, you need to do the work. Yeah. Don't expect the bartender or the server to do it for you. And same thing for all the other bartenders out there. If you're part of a tip pool, do your job. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to work there, go get another job. Go somewhere. Please else. don't be there soaking up hours that I could get to pay my bills. Like I'm working two jobs because you're taking up hours at this job that I could have, and I like it here. But you just over here fucking up. Fucking up the ecosystem and shit. Like, can't fuck nah. up the ecosystem. Nah, don't, don't fuck do with that. the money. Yo, don't fuck with the money. I will forgive a lot, but if you fuck with my money, we're done. That's it. That's just it. I don't even let people borrow money for that reason. <laughs> like, straight up. You got anything else on that one? Um, just that it's uh, another milestone. It's our twentieth episode. Oh yeah. shit! Still can't drink yet. Can't drink yet. Yeah. Next episode will be. 21. We can underage drink. Oh shit. That just reminded me of a topic for maybe the next one. People that get in okay. with fake IDs and shit. But yeah. Ooh, yeah. 20th episode. So. Yeah. Clank, clank. Clank. Happy Take anniversary. Care, All right.